Hello again. You're listening to the news at one. A small number of patients remain at Wexford General Hospital this lunchtime following last night's devastating fire. Some 200 patients were evacuated during the blaze, which is thought to have broken out in a plant room. Up to 100 ambulances ferried people to other hospitals in the southeast and beyond as fire crews fought to bring the situation under control and hospital managers began trying to assess the scale of the damage. We'll be talking to the hospital's general manager in just a moment and to its clinical lead about a fire that's caused shock across the region. Here are people in Wexford Town this morning speaking to our reporter Ashleen Maloney. Oh, dreadful dreadful. Uh, now luckily by the news this morning uh, it's not quite as bad as we thought but the, it must have been a logistical nightmare to get 207 patients out of there and they're all gone and um, uh, bar 30 I gathered this morning so uh, it was a tremendous achievement by them. Everyone seemed to have worked together but it's a disaster it's a disaster and all questions now turn to what are we going to do to how long will it be out of commission and do they have to go to tender to get all repaired and do emergency repairs and get back in business? Mm. And are you are you awaiting an appointment or anything? Are you worried about any emergency that you could get in and you might have to go to a further hospital? Of course I am. No, I have no immediate, no, no, none of my family are in any kind of an immediate danger or anything like that. So I'm not personally involved, but you're quite right. An accident could happen tonight or tomorrow or whatever. And now where do we go? So sure, it's, I think it's very important that they, they get it back up as running as soon as possible. Very bad, very bad, yeah, yeah. I was fearful for all the people that were up there. Mm. It's right on our doorsteps, like, you know. Yeah. We depend on it so much. Thank God everyone got out safe and there was no injuries. Of course. And are you yeah. or any of your extended friends or family waiting on appointments or anything in the hospital? My there? husband's waiting on an x-ray. Okay. Just his do- doctor, his GP, sent up word for him to have an x-ray. Okay. So it was about two weeks ago. Don't know now. Yeah. But sure, and look at it's not the greatest thing. Yeah. It is more... Uh, more Scary, yeah. but not life dependent. Yeah. I couldn't believe it to the show when I, I seen it on Facebook. The I, I didn't really realise where it was at the at the minute until I investigated into it. And yeah, uh, yeah it was terrible. Yeah. Thinking of all the patients in there and how frightened they, you know, they would be. Yeah, worrying. All right, I should have to travel a certain length to get something done. You know. Uh, I have a niece. I was due to go in for a cesarean section this morning, and she's just waiting on word. Yeah. Uh, so she doesn't know whether she's going to Kilkenny or Waterford. So that's basically how it's impacting. That's just a lot of people the same. You know, it's worse off than that. Of course. And do you, are you worried now if any emergency does happen like that? You know, like your niece, that you might have to go a little bit further for treatment. Yeah. Well, I'm sure wherever you have to go, you'll be looked after. You know, if it's an emergency, will be looked after. So that's the the main thing to think about. You know. I'm due in there next week myself for an injection. So whether I'll be able to get in, it's another thing. But hopefully everyone's all right. Yeah, it could be cancelled or go to Waterford or Kilkenny. More travel. And that was Sean Beaver ending that report from Ashley Maloney. Well, we're joined now by Linda O'Leary, who's General Manager of Wexford Hospital, and by Professor Abada Youssef, who's its clinical lead. You're both welcome to the programme, and thank you for taking time to talk to us today. Perhaps I can come first to your, yourself, uh, Professor Youssef. In relation to the situation regarding patients, I suppose they are and have been through all of this the, the priority. What's the picture now in terms of those who remain in the hospital and those who've had to be transferred elsewhere? Thank you very much for having us. We currently have 29 patients cared for in a safe area of the hospital, down the medical uh, wards. Uh, They're well looked after. They're fully uh, staffed and resourced with uh, clinical staff. 
uh, uh, no patient is critically ill uh, as we speak. So 29 patients being cared for at the hospital. Um, what about those who were being evacuated? What is their situation and where have they been transferred to? So uh, we have uh, 91 patients being evacuated to uh, University Hospital Waterford, uh, St. Luke's Hospital in Kilkenny, St. Vincent's Hospital, the Matter Hospital, Cork uh, University Hospital, all arrived there safely. The handover process went very smoothly. Uh, clinical staff over in all sites were waiting for patients, received them, and all patients were uh, appropriately triaged and treated, and all are well this morning again. So we checked on all of them again. And is it the expectation that they will, they will continue, they will remain in those, in those hospitals to which they've been transferred? That's where they'll conclude their treatments? Uh, so at the moment we have the technical assessors evaluating the extent of the damage uh, and they will give us a report towards the end of the evening. This will enable us then to uh, reassess which services we can re-establish and reinstate and as quickly as we have the information, we will work on it to try and repatriate our patients back to uh, the hospital. Uh, the priority, of course, is to ensure that the structure is safe and we have appropriate support services to cope with patients when they come back. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be bringing patients back to an unsafe situation. So once we receive more information from our technical assessors, we'll be able to uh, work on repatriating patients. And if I might bring in Linda O'Leary, um, as general manager, in terms of getting the hospital fully back up and running again, wh what's your sense of uh, the, the scale of the damage in the first place and, and how long it might take to put right? Hi, good afternoon, Brian. So in terms of damage, we have fire damage, we have smoke damage and we have water damage. Um, as uh, Professor Yosef ha has referred, uh, we have assessors on site at the moment and technical experts and we will be able to make a more informed judgment and identify timelines after we receive the outcome of their assessments. Yeah, I mean, a hospital building is a, a, a complex structure, isn't it? You, with, a, with complex, it is uh, indeed. Uh, yeah, so it, it, does, it does present and will present particular challenges. Absolutely. So uh, we, we need to ensure we have electrical integrity, that we can provide medical gases, that we have piped oxygen available, uh, that we have everything we need to operate as a fully functioning hospital. Is this then... Our priority is... Yes, go ahead. Our priority would be our priority would be to ensure patient safety, patient and staff safety. Of course. So is this then the work more of months than of weeks? Um, I, I would like to think that, that from Monday we'll be in a position to recommence some of our services, but again, um, some services will be switched on um, much faster than others, but I'm optimistic that, yes, we will have... Um, some services available to us from next week. Right. I, I suppose we should say that there must be and there is huge relief in, in Wexford and beyond that there were, there were no injuries as a result of this, no loss of life. There was a very effective evacuation uh, operation which, which kicked in as soon as, as the alarm was raised. 
Indeed, indeed. So we commenced with a horizontal evacuation of our patients as per our our comprehensive fire training. Uh, we then moved to vertical evacuation and then we made a decision based on the request to switch off all oxygen supplies to move to a major emergency, right. which required the full evacuation of all patients. And that was carried out very effectively and very successfully. Indeed, with the cooperation and assistance of the multi-agencies in the county and beyond. Indeed, we had a national response from the local authority, the fire services, Angardashi Kona, NAS, um, and the, the multiple voluntary organisations. And Professor Yusuf, as, uh, as news is awaited of the, the extent of the damage, how long it might take to put right, what of people who have appointments or had appointments today and in the days and in the weeks, weeks ahead, what are the arrangements for them? Well, uh, in terms of outpatient appointments, we are hoping to resume outpatient services from Monday, so that will be uh, uh, fully functioning from Monday morning. Uh, we already have a significant number of outpatient services running in Eli Hospital across the bridge from uh, Wexford. This includes our oncology services, whereby patients that need uh, timely treatment or time-sensitive treatment are receiving it as we speak in Eli Hospital. Our endoscopy suite in Eli Hospital is also fully functioning and that receive our uh, uh, patients from Wexford General Hospital then. So in terms of timeline then uh, for the other services, once we receive the full technical assessment, we'll be in a position to determine which services will come back on stream and when. Hopefully maternity services will, wouldn't be too far behind. And in terms of the ED department, it remains closed for the moment. Um, where, where are people being redirected to and will those facilities be able to cope? So at, at the moment, um, we have, uh, we're redirecting patients to the emergency department in University Hospital Waterford, or if appropriate, we would encourage patients to attend um, a minor injury unit. We um, have the minor injuries unit available in St. Column Kills Hospital in Lachlanstown. Right. And, and Linda O'Leary, the staff uh, who, who, who travelled with patients during this evacuation um, last Last night and today, are they mm -hmm. remaining with their patients in those other hospitals, or what? What's the situation in relation to them? So the staff who travelled uh, with patients who were being transferred to other locations have returned to the hospital. Uh, we are currently reviewing the situation with our sister hospitals and at this point in time we don't have any staff redeployed. If we do need to redeploy staff it will be on a temporary basis and um, ju for the duration of taking care of our patients. And uh, just uh, Professor Yusuf, in relation to this evacuation, among those patients who were moved, were there, were there some who were perhaps just out of a procedure, who were, who were um, from, taken from post-operative wards? And how was that dealt with? Uh, the, the priority, as uh, Linda was saying, was to ensure that our patients are looked after, primarily patients who were acutely unwell, patients in intensive care and coronary care units and patients who are uh, just recovering from procedures. These were uh, 
identified very early, appropriately triaged and evacuated very early in the process. Uh, we've received uh, uh, the MICA services that transferred our acute uh, intensive care unit patients to other hospitals very effectively and very early on within the process. And we're thankful that uh, no injuries or fatalities uh, were, were uh, incurred during the process. Absolutely. And just a question again in relation to those patients who've been moved. Their records, um, are they available to the clinicians who are now treating them in these other, in these other locations? Yes, indeed. All the medical records, including the observation sheet and the medication cardiacs, accompanied patients and were handed over uh, through a comprehensive handover process to the relevant clinical teams in these hospitals. And just a final question, if I might, to you, Linda O'Leary. It was raised by one of the people who spoke to Ashley in, in Wexford a little bit earlier today, this question of the repair work and uh, uh, whether a tender would be necessary, which would obviously slow down uh, that whole process. Is, is it necessary to, to tender for, for, uh, for, this kind of, for this kind of work? So it, it, it will require on the it will be determined by the level of work required, Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose at this stage we're only at an assessment stage. We we have received assurances from the minister of his support for the refurbishment and repair of the hospital. All right. Well, uh, we wish you well in the days and weeks ahead, and we appreciate you taking the time to speak to us here on the News of One. That was Linda O'Leary, General Manager of Wexford General Hospital, and Professor Abada Yusuf, its clinical lead.